Welcome to the world's number one AI podcast, AI Chat. I'm your host, Jaden Schaefer. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes, to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together ChatGPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. So to give a little context on this story here, um, I wanted to mention that back in May, IBM kind of reinforced its commitment to AI technology. They unveiled their Watson X. And that's kind of funny because Watson was like one of the OG AI models. If you remember, Watson was um, created many, many years ago and it essentially won, I believe, Jeopardy or something like that. Um, and so, they, you know, IBM has had a lot of this AI tech for quite some time. It kind of fizzled and disappeared. But now that they're doing this whole refresh, they're bringing it back and now they're calling it Watson X. So, you know, it's not like the old product is dead. It's just kind of, you know, 2.0 version. So this product, they unveiled the whole product platform at their annual Think Conference. And the platform aims to serve as a library for fine-tuning pre-existing models for enterprise applications. So, however, IBM has recently taken its AI endeavors to an unexpected but exciting frontier, and that is the tennis court. So, for the first time, IBM is offering AI-generated audio tennis highlights for all matches during the U.S. Open Tennis Championships. And they're doing this alongside AI-based analysis to kind of evaluate the projected challenges that players may face against their competition. Essentially what they're doing is replacing a sports, you know, broadcaster. These, these, you know, the people that are uh, sitting up there as a game is going on and they're kind of making these live calls and live um, plays. This is really interesting, right? Because up until now we've seen AI obviously pull from a giant data set of data and write articles or, um, you know, you can turn that into audio. This is kind of taking it to a new level where essentially they're having an AI system analyze all the an the analytics from the game, all the statistics from the game, everyone that's passing to everyone else, every yard that's being made, every move that's being played, um, and then they're able to uh, then they're able to make commentary on that. And my assumption is that they have essentially been able to um, train a model based off of you know sports games that have happened in the past um, and what the commenters were saying back then. Um, and in comparison to what was actually happening on the field, right? So it's kind of interesting because we have all of this in video format. Um, and then essentially to get the, that sort of data, you have to kind of convert the video format into um, data, into a data format. But since we have all of the video, you, you can essentially do that. You can just convert the video into data, say like this player ran this many yards, passed this many, passed, you know, this or that here. And essentially, you turn the entire video of a game into data, then you feed that data alongside the, what the commentators are saying, and now you have a model that can really powerfully do this. So I think this is an absolute uh, no-brainer. Um, sportcasters definitely need to watch out. Um, I, You know, there, there's definitely always going to be a place on Fox News and, you know, MSNBC or wherever sports is being covered for sports broadcasters to kind of be the public face of, of the commentary because people like to watch that. But I think as more sports goes to being watched on phones and on mobile, I mean, you've seen even the NBA making big investments in this space. 
Um, I think that this is going to be an area that is, uh, you know, becomes very, very popular as it's, you know, essentially cutting down costs and maybe it's getting the, um, the analysis in faster or something, right? Maybe they're going to have some sort of uh, reason why this is better than a normal uh, newscaster. I'm sure a lot of people have <laughs> think that uh, that's a controversial idea and we'll have strong opinions on that. In any case, each year, more than 700,000 enthusiasts flock to Flushing Meadows, New York, to witness, um, you know, it's the, the creme de la creme of the tennis world, and that is the U.S. Open. So and there's 700,000 people that go, but another 10 million fans globally watch the competition via the U.S. Open app and website. And IBM has collaborated with the United States Tennis Association, the USTA, for three decades to offer kind of enriched digital experiences for tennis fans. Um, but this is really, really definitely going to be taking it to another level. So the magic begins at the IBM Data Operations Center located in the basement of Arthur Ashe Stadium. So the hub is where millions of data points are going to get captured and scrutinized, right? Because as I was mentioning before, obviously you could use an AI to do this on previous data if you get a video and convert the video to data. But this you have to do in real time. So on average, each point in a tennis match generates 56 data points for analysis and IBM deploys AI models developed by and deployed via Watson X that run on a hybrid cloud infrastructure provided by Red Hat OpenShift. And this enables the company to produce high quality audio narrations and captions for US open highlight videos um, on really an unprecedented scale. So IBM's foray into AI goes beyond mere just like highlights. The company has also introduced an AI draw NL analysis tool, which is of course powered by Watson X. And the tool uses a combination of structured and unstructured data to predict the level of advantage or disadvantage for each player in the singles draw. So this is actually really interesting because beyond just like a sports commentator sitting there and being like, oh, they're, you know, it's, they're looking like this is a tough time. And in the past, this player has, you know, had a hard time with their backhand or returning this type of server that, right? Like the commentators have all sorts of little facts that they can bring out and talk about. This is interesting because this really has like the predictive power. So they're like predicting how hard um, in like on a predictive analytical perspective, you know, something might be. So fans can easily dive into individual matches to kind of evaluate the projected difficulty level levels players might face as the tournament advances. And Kristen Corio, which is a chief commercial officer at the USTA, disclosed the organization's limitations in covering highlights for, you know, the extensive range of matches. Um, she said, quote, depending on how many writers you have, you can only do a few matches at a time. The other matches would just have stats and scores, but no commentary. So these stories are untold. Consequently, IBM and the USTA have been exploring ways to scale tournament coverage by integrating AI technologies with statistical data and storytelling elements. And this is really interesting um, because I'm not sure if all of this is really happening in real time where they have like, it's, it's not like they've completely replaced sports broadcasters, but based off of the technology and the, uh, the what I was telling you earlier on, I, I believe it is fully capable. Uh, we're, we're fully, we're at a place where we're fully capable of doing that, essentially replacing sports broadcasters. And I think what's more interesting here, right? We recently did a very interesting podcast episode with Steven Wasik, who's the CEO of InfoSentience. And he has a really cool product that essentially um, it takes all of the scores and analytics from a game and it writes a really well 
um, really well written article specifically like his algorithm. It's kind of interesting because it doesn't just write about all of the data points. It's not just a template that fills in the data into like an article, but it actually takes all the data points. It ranks them on kind of a scale of which ones are the most interesting or unusual. Um, and then it writes an article and he's has partnerships with some pretty big people in the sports arena, the sports space um, to automatically use AI to generate these articles. And his whole thing is the same as what, you know, they're struggling with right now, which is there's not enough journalists to cover every single game, like a lot of um, smaller university games, a lot of games that are um, kind of not as big don't get any coverage, which, you know, is kind of hard for those teams um, to, to, you know, get get coverage of what they're doing. And so with these AI technologies, you're able to, even if you don't have a journalist, you don't have the headcount or the ability, maybe it's not quite financially feasible, but it would still be a great thing to cover those games. There's still a lot of fans from uh, those specific areas that would be interested. Uh, you can use AI for those tools. And so I think that is also uh, an area that we're going to start seeing IBM dive into as well, um, just based off of what we're seeing here. Corio also expressed the USTA's kind of future aspirations to include AI-generated highlights in multiple languages, something that they're not currently doing. Um, they identified Spanish as an initial focus to kind of broaden engagement. Um, and then I think when it comes to employing advanced AI applications in this kind of long-standing partnership, Corey emphasized the critical, um, you know, the 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 criticality of data control really so the usta relies on its own vetted official data but corio cautioned that there are others who quote peddle in the unofficial data to kind of navigate these waters the usta plans to establish several task forces to assess the benefits and risks involved so that's very interesting um, one immediate concern is the issue of ai hallucination instances where the ai systems may produce incorrect or misleading information Addressing this, an IBM spokesperson, um, you know, reassured that human quality checks are in place for their AI commentary. They said, quote, we're hoping over time we can reduce the need of human QA, um, but we do check each highlight clip to make sure that the commentary is solid. Um, all in all, I think IBM's efforts significantly um, kind of play to a need in the arena. I think they kind of signify a groundbreaking fusion of sports and AI technology. And I think they're really pushing the boundaries of what's possible in delivering a rich data-driven fan experience. I think this is great overall, especially for a lot of games that, you know, just weren't able to get coverage before. Um, and now you can get coverage of all the games. Um, I think it's a lot more equitable for everyone and for the fans. Um, you know, they definitely want as much info on their favorite players, their favorite teams as possible. And so I think this is a, a really great move in that direction. Make sure that you go to AIbox.ai, link in the show notes to join the waitlist for our new AI platform. We're going to be launching an incredible platform that allows you to build anything you want with workflows um, in AI. So you're able to chain together chat GPT and image generators and audio generators to make really powerful apps for your organization, or you can host them on our marketplace and actually generate royalties from them. So make sure to go to AIbox.ai and join the waitlist. In addition, if you like the podcast, if you could do me a massive favor and please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the AI Chat Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rate me wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're looking for an innovative group of AI enthusiasts, make sure you check out our Discord channel and also our Facebook community. 
It's obviously a lot more interactive than a podcast where we can actually share software tools, prompts that we're using in everyday AI. I'll leave a link for those in the description below.